And welcome to episode 8 of Just Lying Around, a Detroit Lions podcast presented by the World of Football. I'm your host, Kyle Sutherland, and I am joined by my co-host and brother-in-law, Adam Snow. Adam, how are you feeling about that victory? You know, a win's a win, baby, and I'll take it. Uh, feeling good. It was nice to not have a back and forth, you know, to have it coming down to the Lions need this last possession. It was the defense showed up. Atlanta. Atlanta missed a lot of opportunities. I'll talk about that in a bit. But, you know, Detroit did what we expected them to do, and they played a complete full game. It just took a little bit to get going, but we'll get there. <laughs> yeah, I felt like uh, third quarter there. I was a little shaky, but, yeah, we'll get to that in a little bit here. Uh, on today's show, we're going to go over the Lions' week three win over the Atlanta Falcons and then look at to their week four matchup against the Green Bay Packers. But first, we want to thank you for checking out our podcast, whether that's on YouTube channel or on your podcast platform of choice. You can find the world of football and its many offerings on multiple social media platforms. Just check down in the description. Also, if you want to skip around, we got Nifty Timestamps also located down in the descriptions. So if you want to jump to a specific topic, we made it easy for you. So now let's begin this week's show. Yep, let's do it. Got the Lions 20, the Atlanta Falcons 6. And uh, we're just going to go through some stats here, and then we'll talk about the offense and then the defense. So real quick, on the Lions side, we had Jared Goff for 22 uh, pass or 33 passing attempts, 22 for 243 yards, one touchdown, and one interception. Hold on, have you ever read Jameer. a stat line before? I mean, come on, yeah, it's 22 of, that up. <laughs> 22 of 33. Come on, man, it's like you've never read a stat line before. Uh, What's going on here? I got a little tongue twisted. Yeah. Uh, anyways, <laughs> we also had uh, Jameer Gibbs, 17 carries for 80 yards, and one catch for two yards. Amon Ross St. Brown had nine catches for 102 yards. Khalif Raymond, who I think had a big day, had four catches for 55 yards. And the big uh, name of the game here, Sam Laporta had eight catches for 84 yards and one touchdown. Sam and, Laporta, wow. What yeah. what a day he had. And did you see that he is the first, what was it, the first rookie to have five catches in his first three games? Uh first rookie tight end to ever do that like unbelievable he's been playing great uh and while people are going to talk about the the big touchdown catch he had where he was just wide open uh i love the play where he had (laughs) it took six falcons to tackle him and he still got a first down i love this dude laporta is legit i am so excited to have him on our team yeah he's a big upgrade for hutchinson like like you're saying, whoa, 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 <laughs> upgrade. Let's careful. You know, Hawkinson's a Pro Bowl tight end. You know, I oh, love Hawkinson geez. still. I know he's not with us, but and don't get me wrong, I'm liking Laporta. But come on, let's not let's, let's not say upgrade in quotes yet. I'm digging Laporta. I oh, love I his am. blocking. He's been doing a lot of good stuff. I am chalk it down right now. I said it. He's better than that's uh, <laughs> Hawkinson. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, let's move on here. We got the Falcons. Uh, 
Desmond Ritter. You just had, want to move on? You don't want to talk about some of these other offensive performances oh, we will. from Detroit? We will. I got to okay. get through the stats All right. first. All right. I'm excited to talk about this. Come on. Yeah, just hold up. Desmond All Ritter right, had fine. 21 of 38 for 201 yards. Uh, their big star rookie, Bijan Robinson, had 10 carries for 33 yards, four catches for 27 yards. Kyle Pitts had five catches for 41 yards, and Jono Smith had five catches for 37 yards. Total yards for the game, Lions had 358, uh, and Falcons had 183. And time of possession, Lions had 32 minutes, 57 seconds, and Falcons had 27 minutes and 3 seconds. So, I know you're anxious. Let's talk about this offense of the Lions. Okay, let's do it. <clears throat> All right. Uh, the offense, first half, looked pretty damn good. Uh, and I felt like after the half, it kind of got a little shaky. Goff was kind of getting a little mad at people. He had that one interception. But what I felt was the turning point after that is when they went down the field and then they had golf run it in for a touchdown i felt like yeah, that, that was, was to get the uh lions back on track there yeah that was big um i think i with golf you know was it just uh, us because like i was watching it with randy he came over and watched it um and i kicked him out because i was like hey kyle and i are doing the podcast you can you can see yourself out the door you're not welcome on this podcast sir <laughs> but uh no uh so we were thinking maybe Goff, uh, you know, got hurt. Like he was just, he was a little off after he took one of those big sacks or big hits and he threw the interception shortly thereafter. And then it just looked like he couldn't place the ball for a while. But then, like you said, they had the drive, they got down and, you know, he ran it in. I was shocked that he actually like kept it and ran it, but that was a heck of a play by him. Uh, but I mean, for the most part, other than the interception and a couple of off throws, Goff has been sharp. I, I have no complaints about Goff whatsoever. I'll even excuse the interception. I mean, you get the W, yeah, we're going to forget about that interception. Didn't really hurt oh, us yeah. during the game at all. Yeah, I, it, well, it didn't help also. Uh, Taylor Decker was oh. out. We had uh, Sewell jump to the other side. And then we had Matt Nelson on the right side but he got hurt so dan skipper came in then he got hurt and then we had a rookie kobe uh scoresdale or storesdale i gotta look that up uh, he kind of looked yeah yeah he looked kind of shaky there too and it didn't help they had uh say bud dupree on that side just man, man. Them. <laughs> can we can like, we like i know we're going to talk more lines but can we take a second to talk about the falcons look i i thought Desmond Ritter, I mean, the stat line doesn't show it. I thought Ritter actually was making good throws. It's just the receivers. Oh, yeah. They were dropping balls left and right for him. Uh, Bijan Robinson, I thought, looked incredible. His stat line, again, did not look like how he played out there. He he was breaking tackles. He was really tough to get down. So I'm going to give the Falcons a whole lot of credit. That score is not indicative of how tough I think that Falcons team actually was. And actually how indicative I thought the Lions were actually just so much better during the game. It's just uh, they, they a few things here and there go differently, and the score would be very, very different. But, I mean, give the Falcons some credit. They have a lot of great defensive line. They were getting a lot of pressure on Detroit. Goff took a few hits. Uh, 
during that game. So I, I, the Falcons, I'm not going to say they're like the real deal, but they are a legit, you know, decent team. You got to keep an eye out for it. That's why I didn't want to sleep on them this week. Yeah, I was going into the game. You're like, oh man, this is going to be a uh, tough game, but just the way they, uh, we'll get into that a little bit, but that Detroit defense holding the uh, B. John Robinson's that many yards and uh, getting to Riddler, Ritter, uh, that's pretty impressive. But uh, let's continue with the offense. Uh, okay. Jameer Gibbs, uh, I think the way they use him, he's not a like a run to the tackles kind of guy, or maybe he is, but it just seems like he wasn't waiting for the lanes to open up. Maybe. <clears throat> I, I think there, were, there was a few plays where you could see they were pulling. Um, I couldn't remember if it was Sewell was getting pulled, uh, but linemen were getting pulled and moving across like to open up a hole in the middle for him. So there's they're scheming some stuff up for him, it looks like. But he he was clearly more effective getting outside the tackles. Yeah. And I think that's where his strength is going to lie. He's not a complete north and south runner. Well, I think he can. I think they're going to scheme him up. But that's more of Montgomery's uh, forte is going to be north and south. But Gibbs, they used him in a lot of different ways that I liked. And uh, it took him a while to finally get there. But, man, he had a couple of big runs there at the end of the game. Uh, he's got good field vision. We just got to, you know, he's just got to stay on his feet a little bit longer. Because I feel like he, he would just get tripped up just enough and it would oh, yeah. like negate a, a bigger play. Yeah, I felt like once he got into like the middle field, like it was just one, uh, one tackle that he could have missed or hand he could have missed, uh, really blow for like a 30, 40 yard run there. It was, yeah, I, I still, I think he's going to do good, uh, in the upcoming games. It's just, I, he's just got to wait maybe one or two seconds. Like you watch like um uh the Browns running back that got hurt. Uh like he when he gets the ball he just waits one or two seconds for the offensive line to do their job. And once you get those holes opened up, he's gonna be a a threat. Yeah, he's like I said, he's probably just gotta acclimate a little bit more. I think he's already got great vision, but there were times where it was like they were using him like DeAndre Swift. And I said that out loud during the game that there's a couple runs of like why are we using this type of back to do this type of play? Because they did it with Swift and it never worked. They're trying to do that with him. And it was, I was really worried at the beginning of the game, but it seems like as it got along, they were using Reynolds and um, Knight to kind of do more yeah. of the Montgomery stuff. And then that kind of allowed Gibbs to, you know, be more of a flexible weapon to be more, get outside the tackles or to run that screen pass or the, the little, you know, uh, slight slant route from the backfield so I, I it took them a minute to get going and to figure that part out and once they did get Gibbs looked great yeah and mention another name Knight Zonathan Knight um I wanted to see a little more of him like I felt like man this could be a uh, Montgomery replacement if Montgomery gets hurt again like I would maybe enjoy I, I watch all him. three backs yeah, all three backs I think were were decent. Reynolds had a couple of kind of I won't say bad runs, but I just felt like he just didn't have the same vision that the other two backs were having. But Reynolds still when we needed him in a couple of key spots, he he delivered. So I feel like they got uh, yeah. serviceable backups behind Gibbs and Montgomery, and I liked Knight quite a bit. I would like to see more from him too, but I was more into seeing Gibbs get a load of the carries because that's why he's here. He was a first round pick. 
I wanted to see him actually like take that load and like what what does this offense look like when it runs more Jameer Gibbs as opposed to more Montgomery and we got to see a little bit of that and I think when Montgomery comes back that's just going to open up that Gibbs side way more. it's going to be you know really tough to stop when both of those guys are humming. Yeah, it'll be interesting for sure. Um another name I want to throw out there is uh Khalif Raymond. Um, I felt like he had a heck of a day too. Um, I, four catches for 55 yards, uh, which to me, I know he's probably the third or fourth receiver on the team, but I think if they use him a little more, like more, uh, deep routes, cause he's so freaking fast. Um, that'd be a plus for Goff until, uh, uh, Williams comes back. Look, I think, you know, between him, like Reynolds came up big last week for us. I know we didn't get the W, but I thought Reynolds looked great last week. This week was kind of Khalif Raymond stepping into that alternate receiver role opposite of Amon Ra. And that was great to have because Amon Ra did what he does. That dude is, other than that one weird drop pass where I feel like, you know, Goff put it perfectly and Amon Ra just kind of looked upfield a little too soon and dropped it. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, Amon Ra just has been clutch. Like, there were so many passes. I was like, how did this dude get that? Like, whether it be falling to the ground or, like, right in, in, in traffic, he is just so focused and gets that ball. Like, so it's nice to have a complimentary receiver like a Khalif Raymond stepping up. Um, and, of course, like I said, Josh Reynolds, a little surprised that he didn't get a little more action. But having a Laporta also stepping up like he did oh. was awesome. Yeah, I think uh, next couple of games he's going to be – It's even though like today is a breakout game, I just think he's going to just keep going upwards as far as uh, his value goes. Like, It's just – it's pretty cool watching him play and getting all those uh, catches, all those yards and everything, just the way he runs after he catches. It, like you said, six people just to bring him down. And I believe he's still got that first down on that play. He did, yeah. It's he's gonna be a top tier um, tight end next year, and especially like the blocking, he does the blocking really well. Which I I will admit, maybe it wasn't Hawkinson's strong point, even though that was what he was kind of touted as being. But I I think I'm loving what I'm seeing out of Laporta. Yep, and all the all rookies. Right. I know we'll talk about some of the guys oh, yeah. on the defensive side, but oh man, the 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 rookies came out today, and I love it. Yeah, speaking of which, let's move on to this defense. Aaron Glenn got those boys running through brick walls. I tell you what, Detroit defense had seven sacks, which in one game, that's pretty impressive. And they only allowed one one over the first two weeks. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. one for the past two games. But also, Biggest threat on this uh, Falcons team that everyone was worried about was B. John Robinson, and they all, they held him to 33 yards running, which is pretty impressive, I got to say. Yeah, I mean, between him and Algier, both, I thought both those guys would have, you know, I won't say field days against Detroit, but I thought both of those guys would get theirs. Uh, but to hold the, the Falcons to just 44 yards total, even with like Ritter scrambling with, you have a guy like uh, Cordell Patterson, who I barely think saw a lot of action during this game. A little surprised. So, uh, I mean, yeah. I, I'm, I'm just happy that Aaron Glenn and this defense uh, you know, 
stood up because like from the get-go what was it like that first drive Anzalone like a missile oh, yeah. just tackling wrapping up doing what you want your defenders to do you know I loved it I was see- loving what I was seeing out of that and then Dion Branch uh or Brian Branch you know yep. making all the plays he did yeah he took a couple of penalties there's that one I did not like where Robinson lowered his head and Branch just went in for the tackle and Branch got the penalty like I didn't agree with that call at all uh, but I thought Branch played awesome. Like he's he's definitely going to be a name people are going to be talking about at the end of the year. Yeah, and like you said, Anzalone, like one heck of a game out of him. Like he's proved like week in week out, man. He's the number one tight or uh, linebacker right now. And then uh, Brian Branch, rookie, the way he played today, like if he continues that, he's going to be the uh, rookie defensive player of the year like he, it was just unbelievable the plays he was doing today and then um, yeah, I mean, also, we'll see what, sta- what stacks up the rest of the year but he he looked great yeah also uh my favorite player on this defense aiden hutchinson is uh back he had two sacks <laughs> with a uh fumble and a recovery like i tell you what yeah uh, he, it took him a while. Yeah. It took him a while to get that that pressure to finally get home. But once they did, it's like they got in the head of that Falcons offensive line. Ritter, Ritter was comfortable for most of that game in that pocket, it seemed like. But eventually, the Lions finally started creeping in. And I feel like that got to Ritter a little bit. Yeah, it was pretty weird. Uh, the other linebacker that is starting, like they had him lined up on the line too and he, he even had a uh quarterback sack uh oh yeah barnes yeah barnes so that yeah, was kind of different the, to see barnes, barnes stole that sack when we were watching that i'm pretty sure barnes stole that sack from hutch hutch should have had a third sack because he kind of got right in front of hutch like at the right moment and stole that sack so hutch should have had three but i'm glad branch got there yeah, and even so, you had uh, Ali McNeil up the middle, Benito Jones up the middle. Like These yeah. guys are starting to uh, find their rhythm. It's that next then, man up, man. I'm liking seeing some of these guys, you know, filling in and just making the plays they're supposed to. Like, it's it was actually a nice change. And look, Aaron Glenn, I've kind of been keeping him on my hot seat. I was not a fan of how that defense played last week. They came and played this week, and I hope that that mentality stays. Like, that is the defense we wanted. They showed up. Yeah, and even talking about the next person up, we had the uh, safeties. Uh, We had uh, Walker and uh, – I can't say his name. But uh, Uh, Kirby was out. Manafantu? Yep. So they came in and – Yeah. And both those guys had – pretty productive day themselves so yeah i'm not too worried about if kirby gets hurt again or um gardner no. johnson comes back like we got we got some pretty good depth on that uh defensive yeah. line or defensive team overall yeah i mean i'm i'm very happy with it um yeah just finally it, it was nice to see like a complete defensive just game on their part and even that final stat line little misleading because you know that last drive the falcons had where they went all the way down and kicked the field yeah. goal at the, in the fourth quarter the lions were giving them four or five yards a pop it was clear that they were just chewing up clock and 
So a little a little stat padding for them, but you know that defense for the most part played very well. Yeah, I think at that point their main job was to if they catch the ball, don't let them run out of bounds. Let's keep the clock running and uh, yep, let's give them, give them the five yards. That's done. fine. Yep, let them chew it up. So yeah, and uh, anything else you want to add about this game? Um, other than I think the fans could be louder at the stadium. I mean, <laughs> I got my surround sound going. I got the subwoofer going, and it might have rumbled a few times here and there. But come on, guys, let's. Uh, I want that place just absolutely shaking, earthquake. I want to get sto- new stories about that, you know, causing a Richter scale uh, spike. Like, I just that place has been packed, and I just feel like it's lo- like I'm not at the games. I haven't been. I can't wait to go. But it just doesn't feel like it's as loud as it could be. I don't know if that's just because we're watching on TV, but can we get louder? That's that's my mm-hmm. only other thing. Can we get louder? No, I felt like it was pretty loud. Like I was even a few well, comments. You have old man was... ears, and you turn yeah. your volume up to like a hundred to hear it. So like whatever. <laughs> yeah, I'd, uh, I was reading the neighbors would hear it, but I felt like <laughs> like the uh, the fans there they were pretty loud. Like I was impressed. Oh yeah, but. I guess you and just then, need to get hey, a better sound system. Yeah, you do. And I guess, you know, kudos to you also, because now that they won a game, you actually wanted to record, like, about an hour after the game was over. So kudos to you for, yeah. you know, wanting to actually be proactive and get it done on the day of instead of losing and sulking and waiting 24 hours. <laughs> well, when the Lions show up, I do too. If that's not on a T-shirt, it should be. <laughs> that might be my favorite quote you've ever had. <laughs> All right. Let's uh, move on here to uh, previewing the week four game against the Packers. Uh, it is Thursday, September 28th at 8.15 on Fox. Not on Fox. Have, Amazon Prime. No, it's Fox. I looked. Amazon Prime. It's on Fox. It's Amazon, unless they're simulcasting, but it's Amazon gets the Thursday games, my dude. Okay, well, the internet's wrong. Yeah, it is, because it's Amazon. (laughs) Okay, but anyways, uh, we had today the Packers uh, beat the Saints 18-7, which I think is a bunch of crap, but... uh, I know, they were down down 17 to nothing, and they came back. Unbelievable. Well, yeah, didn't help. uh, They're starting... Yeah, and then you had Winston come in, but I felt like uh, Saints should have won. But uh, they had a chance there at the end with that field goal, but that kicker—I'm not familiar with the new kicker they got there, but he just sailed to the right, and Dad threw his hands up and left. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Packers are now two and one, tied with the Lions for the uh, division. Uh, Vikings lost today, so that's yes, good. Bears are playing and... right now. They're probably going to get smoked too. So that's seven nothing. Last I looked, I got the game on in the other room. Yeah, I didn't Uh, either. uh, Yeah, (laughs) Packers total yards. They had three hundred and forty yards, two hundred and forty-five passing, and ninety-five rushing. Uh, Biggest thing, um, they didn't have Aaron Jones today, but I, I'm going to bet he's going to be back for the Thursday night game. So that's another. Another big uh, weapon that Detroit's got to account for, and hopefully Aaron Glenn does his job again. 
schemes for it, and uh, we can stop this running game of them. <clears throat> and with um, Love's, uh, what is now is going to be like his fourth or fifth game he started. I feel like the Lions can probably get some pressure on him like they did today. So it depends on if, if Bakhtiari's still hurt. I don't know if he'll be a game, you know, if he'll be able to go this Thursday with it being such a short week too, but we'll see. I'm, you know, I think it'll, it'll be a tough game regardless. I mean, division game in Lambeau under the lights. I mean, it should be a decent game. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you're going to, I don't know if you're referring to like Hutchinson lining up against Bakhtiari. I saw Hutchinson kind of go in the middle a few times today, so I wonder they were if he's going to if they're going if they're going to use him like they do uh uh Miles Garrett today for the Browns if they're just going to have him just do whatever and uh <clears throat> play wherever he wants cuz uh yeah, Miles Garrett is a freak. Yeah, Hutchinson's a freak, man. Like there, he's got that swim move down. Oh, like when I saw him do that spin move, I'm like, he's getting a sack. I could already tell the way he got oh, that yeah. spin move and wrapped up Ritter. I'm hoping to see him do that to Jordan Love a few times. I, I would love to to see Detroit walk out of that building with a win. Yeah, it'll be interesting. So yeah, be on the lookout this and Thursday. Yeah, Thursday. It'll be yeah. a big game anyway because it's the two top teams in the division. So I mean, this could be a good tone setter early for a lions team you know to let's grab a hold of the division and just not let go like this falcons game get the lead and just do not let go of it yeah especially with the with with the vikings starting zero and three the bears hypothetically starting zero and three as well the packers right now are your big concern knock them down a peg yeah it'll be good to come into work friday and the lions are three and one and uh packers are two and two so yeah it it would be very nice (laughs) so yeah let's uh close this out adam if you want to do your closing credits there oh i will all right guys we hope you enjoyed listening to today's episode and come back for more be sure to visit the world of football's website www.theworldoffootball.com for news links upcoming events original articles videos and more if you want to get in touch with us send an email to info at theworldoffootball.com or you can connect with us by either liking the World of Football's Facebook page or following the World of Football's X account. Those links will be down in the episode description. Uh, the world, uh, see, I already read that part. Be sure to check out our flagship show this week in the World of Football, which drops new episodes every Tuesday. You can find uh, that on the podcast feed and on the YouTube channel. Uh, again, links in the description because I can't wait to talk about some of the other NFL games going on, uh, going on right now. Like, the Dolphins hanging 70 points today. Like, ooh, baby, 70 points. I had to double, I had to double take the screen at that. So, yeah, a lot of fun football stuff to talk about, especially with the Bears. What a week the Bears have had. Goodness gracious. I can't wait to get into that either. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see the AFC champions uh, game with the Chiefs and the Dolphins. So, yeah. I I don't know if you were just watching the, I mean, it's it's confirmed, everybody. We can stop the rumors. Taylor Swift is sitting next to Travis Kelsey's mom at the Chiefs game, and what a sight! Uh, America should be thrilled. We did it. <laughs> we did it, everybody. Yeah, okay. <laughs> All right. So yeah, that's it for us this week. Uh, 
Remember, um, I don't know about you guys, but I need to get some blue Kool-Aid because I am about to drink gallons of that stuff. So, yeah. And, we'll see uh, how this Thursday also, game remember, goes. Yep. And uh, Aaron Glenn, he's going to change things around for us. And, uh, yeah, hope everyone enjoyed the show. Thank you. All right, guys. See you later.